106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley from Toon Tech Automotive with me today, so I appreciate him joining me as well, and sunshining today. Yeah, it is sunshining. We'll take it's it. It's warming up kind of quick, but it's not supposed to get real warm. No, not, so. supposed, to, not supposed to be, but the sun's That's out, all right. so we'll That's take right. it. That's right, we'll take it. That's Questions, right. 303-477-5600. Again, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. You can text us a question as well, and that would be 307 200 307 200 8222. Question of the day in honor of the Barrett Jackson auction that is going on in Arizona. I believe as we speak and we'll continue on into next weekend, I'm actually not going to be here next Saturday because I'm going to do my best to actually be at the auction next nice. Saturday in Arizona. So Dennis is going to cover for me next week and I'm going to do something I've never done before. There you go. I've never been. I've always wanted to go and never have. And Right. Should be, why should not? be lots of fun. I'd, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Got a good list of cars there. So question of the day in honor of that is... If you could buy any classic car, money's not an object, you've got the cash. If you could buy any classic car, what would it be? Hmm. 303-477-5600. That's a tough one, by the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and you, and you, only, and you could only buy one. You only buy that one. Only buy that and are you gonna, one. And, and here's the thing to think about is, are you going to buy it to... Make money on it? Are you going to buy it, it to uh, enjoy it and drive exactly. it? Or are you going to buy it to maybe do a little of both? Are you going to stick it in a you know museum? You, what, what are you going to do with right. the car once you own it? Because to me, that has a lot of bearing on sure. what you buy. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, an, an original AC Cobra, by the way, I think there's two of them going through Barrett-Jackson, I believe, this week. And, and we all know from you know prices in the past and so on that these will be well over you know, a million bucks a piece when it's all said and done, if not more. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I'll be surprised if they don't come in at yeah. well above that. Well, and, and do those continue to go <laughs> up in value? I mean, are That's they... Great question, you know, I mean, or, you know, and, and what you do buy, if you're buying it for an investment purpose, is what's going to increase quicker? Yeah, because you're right. If, if, uh, you know, you may mean, be buying that one, but is it is it going to keep going up year after year? And right. I... Yeah, I I think that particular car most likely will, yeah. given their history and where they've been, and just sure. knowing we've got inflation, and just knowing there's only I mean that's one of those supply and demand things. Yeah, there's right. only yeah. you know so many of those original cars out there. I mean they didn't yeah. build you know Carroll Shelby didn't build that many of those, and yeah. so when you've got a limited supply of something, the price is going to keep going up. It's just the way it is. Right, and that would be something that you would you couldn't drive it. Um, in order to, I mean, if, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't nope. drive it. Well, I mean, in, unless you wanted to devalue it pretty much. I mean, that would. So yeah. in 2003, this is an older article, the American Shelby Club 
registry looked into how many original Shelby cars were built versus how many remained. So the two, the 260 to 289 Cobras, there were 655 built, 581 remain. The 427 Cobras, which of course are worth the most money, right. 348 were built and only 309 remain. So all in all, if you look at how many is remaining, there are uh, 890 original AC Cobras left. So when there's only 890 in the whole world, yeah, right. will the price keep going up? Good you chance. almost got to yeah. you almost got to think that exactly. yeah it probably will. Yeah. But again, what's your what's that car if you if you could buy anything? Yeah. Price wasn't an object. One car, what would it be? Greg and Franktown, you're next, sir. Go ahead. I think the car that I would purchase would be a '69 Hemi Daytona four speed. Not a yeah. bad, not a bad choice, Greg. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another one that yeah. just keeps going up. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd uh, call and throw that one in there. But, uh, yeah, that would be uh, the one I would purchase. Well, and that's another one like the Shelby, Greg, where, you know, I don't, I've don't, i not looked that one up to know exactly how many of those are left. But it's probably not far off of that number I just gave on right. the Cobra side. Remaining and Yeah, and what's like left. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah, but uh, thank you. I Good choice. Listen every week. And, and by the way, and I appreciate Thanks, it, Greg. Greg. And by the way, next week I will be, you know, we'll put some of those things that when I go to the auction, I'll put some of those things up on the Facebook page, and, and Ann can put some of those up even on the website later for, for all of you. So we'll we'll sure. do that as well. So we'll make it a fun trip and let you guys be a part of that as well. So, uh, again, look at the website, drive-radio.com, and, and we'll have that stuff up there as well. Mark and Wiggins, you're next, sir. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Morning. So, uh, so your question of the day being, uh, what classic car could you purchase if it's is it if it's only one car? Only one car. Nineteen eighty one DeLorean. Oh, interesting. Why? Well, that was the year I was born, and Back to the Future is my most favorite movie. <laughs> <of all time. laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, and you know, that's a car I have not watched. What are they doing in price wise? Uh, you know, I don't know if you can find one actually. Right. I saw one actually not that long ago driving around. Oh, really? Yeah, it was going down my street. I couldn't believe it. Huh. Go yeah, figure. I, I don't know if anybody would actually sell one to you, but uh, if they're for sale, yeah. But they're really now, they're right now fetching between fifty and sixty thousand. I just looked it up. Is kind of where they're at right now. So not you know believe it or not, I I thought they'd actually be more than that. So it's really not all that bad. Right. Actually, well, that's I mean, it actually wasn't like a high performance machine. It was no, it wasn't. A, no, it was just a yeah. Uh, actually, they a were a sports car out of stainless steel. Sorry, they were a bucket of bolts. But yeah, they, whatever. Yeah, they, they were not right. good. Yeah, right. the engines were. Uh, <laughs> they were not good cars. Yeah, twenty five horsepower. <laughs> that's why, or something why it didn't like last. <laughs> right. But get I this. Mean, they had really cool doors. Though. They did. Yeah, that but, was but it. get they this. Cool In regards to inflation, because that car had about a twenty five thousand dollar. Sale price back in 1981. If you look at inflation, that would have been seventy-one thousand dollars in 2020, Mark. So really, they're bringing less today than they were then. New, yeah. If you think about it that way, yeah. Well, I guess that's why it's got some nostalgia value. There you go. Right. Market value. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. And there, believe it or not, there actually are a few for sale. I just looked them up. There are a few out there. That that would be pretty cool if I had the space to put it inside. Of course. There you go. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you would yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. And of course, I've got like six others I wish I could add to the list, but you only said one. Just oh, one. That's right. yeah, just just one. one. 
<laughs> Thanks, right, Mark. Guys, have a good day. As always, you man, too. appreciate it very Thanks. much. Good one. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Eric, you're next, sir. Go ahead. Hey, guys. So comment on the auction. So the dream car, and there's actually going to be like six of them at the auction, so if you'd pick me up one, I'd appreciate it. It would be an 87 GNX. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, the lower the miles, the better. Oh, yeah, course. and that's a car that, you know, I mean, it would have been tough to have bought back in the day because, you know, we're very limited. Very few dealers had them. They were bringing over sticker price even back then. But even still, Eric, everybody that bought one of those back then and has kept it will make really good money. Who, sure. Well, I mean, who would have thought in 87 a car that sold for, what, $12,000 is now, they're now getting $90,000. I mean, it's. Oh, well, some of them are. There was one the other day that sold for two hundred k. Well, see, and the, the one of the ones that, or two of the ones that are at the auction, one only has thirty three miles on it. Yeah, that'll that'll bring two hundred k. Yeah, I'll be I'll be surprised if it doesn't bring over that. Another, well, there's there's like two or three of them that are under a hundred miles, and one only has thirty three documented um, on it, and I think that's the one that was the last one built. But of course, even the Grand Nationals. Which, yeah, they're I mean, bringing good GNX, money too. They're not bringing what the GNXs are, but they're doing well as all. They're, they're doing they're, they're doing yeah, fine also. The, yeah, you know, the, I mean, the GNX. There was 547 of them built, and I think they said five, I think 500 of them are known documented. Wow. So, but you know, it's but anyhow. So here's my my. So yeah, when you're down there, if you pick me up when I, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, all black would be great. No problem. There you but go. anyhow, <laughs> so here's my question for you. And I have a suspicion you're going to tell me what I want to hear. So, well, first off, I just fixed a problem I called you guys about last week. My heat's not working right. Okay. Tell me out the wrong vent uh, on my 2015 yeah, front yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You got it all done? Yep. Turned out to be, yeah, it turned out to be the control module. Nice. I would like to thank Nissan for using 10-millimeter um, um, uh, Torx heads. Itty-bitty little teeny tiny little ones that require the use of an itty-bitty teeny tiny little torque uh, and a uh, uh, tweezers to get them in and out in order to hold. There's four of them that hold the controls in, um, but I just swapped them out, and it, and it is where you go get a cooling system service done. Nice. Um, the other question, the question, though, is I am getting on the left side the rotten egg smell. Okay. Um could it, now, I've seen a few things online that say that they recommend doing uh, all four of the O2 sensors at 150000 Is that true, or is it just one of the things that you just wait till it fails? Yeah, usually you just wait till it fails. But I mean, this So this is a 15 Frontier? Yeah, it's 15 Frontier, 146,000 miles, and it just started the last week and a half. Um, I notice that, like, if I'm sitting there, if it's idling for, you know, for warming up, okay, um, on the on the left on the left side, huh. basically just behind the left front tire area, I'm getting the, you know, the the real heavy like exhaust smell, right? Um, and I've looked, I don't see an exhaust leak, okay, um, and that and that's what I'm actually asking Nissan to check for me, like I say when I get out there, right? See if they see evidence of an exhaust leak, right? Um, I mean, could it be a cat? Could it be... Well, the cat would know? be coming from the rear, and it would be both cats. Or I mean, it would be the whole exhaust, and and that would okay. have to come from the rear because something coming from the front wouldn't be cat-related because it hadn't gone through the cat yet. So, okay. Um, and a mixture issue to that extent would turn the check engine light on, too. So 
you know. Yeah, I don't have a check engine light. Yeah. And do you smell that like after, or just while you're sitting there idling or after you've <laughs> pulled up the steep hill or anything like that? No, I, ju- I just notice it when I'm sitting, like the, like now the tr- when I replaced the controls and was letting the truck uh, idle to make sure everything was working properly and putting everything back together, and I come around the driver's side and I could smell it. Huh. Um, once I start driving it, I don't notice it. Uh, I would tend to think the oh, yeah. exhaust manifold is probably leaking or something like that. Some type of a small exhaust leak is all okay. I can think of. I mean, because the canister I think is in the rear on that, so even a, yeah. a canister that's full wouldn't you wouldn't smell uh, from yeah, the front. Yeah, the canister is right just behind, just above the rear axle. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I. I'm almost thinking, I mean, because it was fairly common for the Nissans to have exhaust manifold bolts break and, and things like that. But usually you hear a popping noise when you first start it up cold and then maybe after it warms up for a couple minutes or a couple, you know, 30 seconds or so, it'll it'll cease to do that. But um, yeah. And usually you would hear it, but, yeah, that's a strange one, especially yeah, I mean, the, for that smell. Yeah, I mean, I've got an aftermarket exhaust on it, so it's a little bit, you know, so the exhaust itself is a little louder. Oh, okay. Um, like I, said, I, I guess when I get out, out there, get to the dealer and have them do this, if, if they, I mean, I know they're going to smell it. So, sure. you know, that may lead them to looking for it, too, yeah. um, you know, once I get out there. Yeah. But At least actually I'm... what you suggest of, of it being the exhaust leak is different than what I was kind of thinking might be oxygen sensors. Um Right, you know, or maybe a cat itself that's failing, but yeah, and that's all together. You know, I mean, especially on that vehicle, it would turn a light on if there was an oxygen sensor. You know, barely an issue. They turn the light on, so because it affects emissions yeah. so much, and to have a smell like that, if it was, if it was a mixture issue, typically it would turn that light on just quicker than anything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will have them delve into that a little bit while i'm out there then with it worth a shot so, yeah, okay definitely yeah. all right thanks guys. thanks eric right. appreciate thanks, it eric. very much bruno gary you guys hang tight some text messages that came in on questions of the day on the question of the day 55 chevy pickup 72 chevy blazer or jimmy or suburban yeah good choice by the way or a 1914 stutz bearcat so we'll come right back don't go anywhere question of the day is if there was just one car you could buy a classic car you could buy what would that car be? We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500 where it's all about you. NMLS 298191. 
It's that time of year we've made our resolutions for the new year, but how about for your pet? Have you made your pausolutions? Hey, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, and now's the time to get your pet in for their annual physical. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they'll take a close look at your pet and compare findings with those of previous visits. Or if it's your first visit, this will get your new friend off on the right paw to a happy and healthy life. At these wellness exams, it's your opportunity to report on anything out of the ordinary that you may have noticed with your pet. Bringing your pet in for regular wellness exams and annual physicals can ward off serious illness and help to avoid those high medical bills later. Yes, your pet is depending on you this year to help them keep their Pawsolution. Regular checkups and annual physicals at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. You can also check out their great blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive over in Aurora, which is not that far away from us. Question of the day. Kurt Rogers joining us as well. He'll be with us here for about a half an hour today from Affordable Interest Mortgage. But if you could buy a classic car, price wasn't an object, one car, what would you buy? That's our question of the day. So Bruno's got an answer for us. Bruno, go ahead. Yeah, it would be straightforward, uh uh, anyone from 1952 to 1957, uh, Mercedes 300SL Galving, mm. and not just the street version, uh, there's 11 racing versions yeah. uh, left, and I think Jay Leno got number three and 11. 
And if I would get the racing version, that would be beautiful. Anyway, the the street version alone is uh, increasing by yeah. seventy grand a month. Uh, I mean, good condition, of course. Sure. No, you you know you you bring up a great point. That's one that you know we kind of forget about. Everybody talks about the AC Cobra being over a million bucks, but those gold wings are too. Yeah. Oh yeah, one point eight million for a decent uh, street yeah. version. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. No, that's a good one. That's a good one, Bruno. Yeah, that's really not what folks think of when they think of, you know, old hot rods. But yet, that's that's a great old classic car that's bringing a lot of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they get star finds uh, propping up uh, all over the country. All of a sudden, people discover what they have. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bruno. Thanks as always. I appreciate it very much. And uh, okay, so Kurt, you're just joining us. What would yours be? I mean, you have a nice old classic I as do. well. I do. '68 Chevelle. Um, I'd go with a, a Cuda convertible, late '60s. Good choice. Just get in it. And Good choice. Put the top down and just go. <laughs> you know, you know and, like Vanishing Point almost. You yeah, just, just go. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot exactly. of folks ask too. You know, and Ken and I talked about this a moment ago too. Like we did it on the AC Cobras, but really it applies to any of these. You know, hot rods, and you know, wh- where is that market going? Is it gonna, you know, flatline at some point? You know, are they not gonna continue to hold their value? You know, if we get more and more autonomous driving vehicles, which a lot of folks predicted would happen by now, and that got pushed off with, you know, COVID and even where we're at now. So I don't see that in our. Yeah, at one point, I was saying, yeah, we'd see it in ten years. No, we're no, we're not gonna we're not gonna see that. I don't think in ten years it's gonna be a lot further than that. So, but does that affect or not some of these old? classic cars and i folks guys i don't have an it's still a supply and demand i don't have an answer to that you're right exactly well, i don't know yeah. I, I think more as the baby boomers go away that that demand that 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 love affair that you have with the classic car it's hard to teach that because baby boomers we drove with those cars we know those cars we right. know that area true so there's a bigger connection you know my son he likes my chevelle and but it's still not the same so i think it'll diminish so you, you know, think tw- that next 20, generation will, yeah. over the course of time, some of those yeah. cars will diminish. diminish. Yeah. yeah, they'll move into the 80s and 90s, but not to the same degree as we had the classics because there were so many different cars coming out, and there was so much that was done in the automobile industry at that time. Right. The free will that they went through. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's an interesting conversation because it, it's hard to say, because I don't know. I, I, you, you could very well... You know, be right. Although I do think there are some cars that even that next generation mm-hmm. will will still, you know, as even as they they grow up and some of those guys end up with big money and whether they have a love affair with the automobile or not, there's some of these they just look at as a you know a collector's piece. So even a late model Ford GT, not not one from the '60s, but you know a late model GT, you know today, you know mm-hmm. today's Ford GT. I mean, I could still I can see those things even on down the road still still bringing. Right. You know, really, really good, solid money over a million bucks, even down the road, yeah. uh, just because of you know what. Now, it's not a you know, that's not a old hot rod. That will be a modern hot rod, I guess you would call it. Down the road. But again, it's a very limited production. You know, not a high volume car, and, and again, it still comes back to that supply and demand. Much like you know the the housing market, which we'll talk about with Kurt in a moment as well, and even how you can use your house to do some of the things that we're talking about today. We'll talk about that as well, but. It'll be interesting to see because again, I, guys, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know. I mean, will AC Cobras always be worth over a million bucks? Probably. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a car that I don't see going away. I mean, less than right. nine hundred of them built totally. Yeah. And you know, and and by the way, that number 
can change. There are things that happen, fires, oh, yeah, right. theft, oh, sure. well, yeah, that, damage. It, yeah, they can always go away. That number can you know? go down yeah, is my right. point. Exactly. It may not stay at that 800 and whatever we just said yeah, it was, right. no, exactly. 890 or yeah. whatever it is. It could very well drop over time. The lower that number gets, the, the higher know, the yeah, price exactly. goes. Yep. Yeah. So, again, it, you think, oh, those cars will never, you know, that'll never happen. Those cars will always be there. That, you know, that 890 no. will always be around. Right. No, things happen, guys. Yeah, I mean, stuff happens. Yeah, natural disasters, natural, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we yeah, lost yeah, some cars yeah. up in the fire in Boulder. You're right, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, there were some classic cars in that, that got lost there. And you ain't going to get them back. No, they're, no, they're done. They're not that, coming back. And even if they do, nobody's, you know, that car's not going to bring the same money that it once did, even yeah, if right. it survives exactly. something like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a done deal at that point. So, again, we're going to talk to Kurt here in a few minutes about how you could even work some of what's in the housing world into this now something else that just before we go to break here this is not car related but it is because all of us that you know own homes and you know even a lot of you listening have businesses and so on i think this is something to throw into the conversation because it does affect you know where a lot of you guys are headed when it comes to not only this classic car world but even just what you're doing with you know your daily driver and so on a good conversation or interesting probably is the best way to say it conversation last night with a gentleman that I've I've come to know and uh, you know kind of become friends with, if you would, and this is a guy that's a builder. He does some larger custom homes up in the the Boulder, uh, you know, uh, Louisville Lafayette, you know, Erie area, and he's a guy that also you know did pretty well in the stock market at one time. Still has a lot of friends in the stock market, and he was telling me last night I wanted to get you know get get Ken and Kurt's opinion of this. He said that the the guys on Wall Street are looking at this this Denver market, this Denver area, and there are pockets that are even going to be better than what I'm saying, but they're looking at this Denver area as having a solid 30% uptick in values over the next 10 years. That's what some of the guys on Wall Street are thinking of our real estate in this Colorado, you know, front range Rocky Mountain region, which I thought, well, 10 years, 30%, you start looking at what that means on a you know, annual basis, and I don't think that's far off. Million people. I don't think that's yeah, we, far yeah, off. Well, if you're taking thirty percent, you're going to be talking about a million eight to two million people over the next ten years. Yeah, and they're all going to need houses. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know that they could be. I hadn't thought of it in that terms, but when you think about how many people are moving away from the east and the west coast, right? Remember when they didn't have, they weren't expanding as well, and they those people are now moving here. Colorado's not landlocked. Right. I mean, it, w- going north, south, or east, you've right. got lots of room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's places to put them. The, the only issue becomes right. water. Right. right. That, mm-hmm. that's, that's it. Right. That's right. All right. We're going to come yeah. back. Don't go anywhere. Mike, hang tight. I know you've got some, uh, a battery question for us. We'll talk to you in a minute, so don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success. Happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. 
From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long-term. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Winter is here and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive with me today out in Aurora. Uh, we've also got Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage with us today. Great sponsors, both of these guys are. Appreciate their support. Is what happen, What's make what, what? Can't talk. It's what makes this show happen each and every week. And for that, I know you guys are very thankful. I am as well. Mike and Sterling, you're up, sir. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, for my dream car, I'd like a red 1956 Ford Thunderbird with a 312 and a McCullough blower. <laughs> and a three-speed with an overdrive. Yeah, getting there pretty specific. Go. And Good a job, Mike. Metal kit. Nice. There you go. Metal kit. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Funny. My big brother had one, and I drove it a lot. Nice. And, uh, 
uh, I loved it. And nice. When he, when he died, his uh, daughter got it. Okay. And I have no idea where it is now. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She sold it. But uh, about batteries. Yes. I got a 07 Dodge uh, 2500 with a 67 diesel. Okay. And I'm coming up on where I need to replace the batteries. What do you suggest? Uh, Napa, which their batteries now are made by, well, uh, pen, pen. they're a pen battery is probably the best way for me to say that. That's who they're made by. And good, solid battery, by the way. I've run them in my fleet for years and years now under a different name, but Napa uh, took, you know, they went to that uh, that manufacturer a couple, two or three years ago, I want to say now. It's been a while. Yeah, it was Johnson before that. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while now, Mike. But, yeah. yeah, just go down to Napa there in Sterling. Actually, same store owner that owns Sterling is the same store owner I have up here in the, the Boulder area where I get all my stuff from. Cole and the guys are great people. Just go buy a couple from them, and you're in good shape. Yeah. Who builds them for uh, uh, Penn. Is the builder of Pam. those. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Mike. You're very welcome, Mike. No, appreciate it. Know the store owner up there very, very well. He's a great friend of the program of ours and has helped me out over the years in all of my businesses and a great guy. So, yeah, I can't, can't complain about that. So all the way in Sterling. Nice. Yeah, exactly. So, nice yeah. knowing somebody. Yeah, no, it really yeah. – and, yeah, no, they'll take great care of you, and they've, they've yeah. got great batteries. So, yeah. uh, Corby in Aurora, you're next, sir. Hello, Corby. Hello. How you doing? Yes, good. Doing fine. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, got a question. We have a 2012 Chrysler Town and Country with the 3.6 engine. Okay. Uh, 105,000 miles, and um, well, we've had it for 10 years or nine years. Okay. And um, I recently, in the last month, occasionally when we my wife gets in it or I get in it, even. You turn the key, and the engine turns over, and because the engine doesn't catch, even if you let go of the key, the engine still turns over until you physically turn it off. Right. And um, and now what I've tried doing is what I've read someplace is where you turn the key to on and then run, count to four, turn it off, Count to four, turn it to run, count to four, and then about the third time, it'll fire right up. Okay. And, yeah, so it sounds like it's either not getting fuel or spark on those no-start times, and if you're priming it by doing that with the with the key, the on and off thing, before you start it, and it always starts after that, more than likely it's a fuel pump, fuel-related issue anyway. Uh even fuel supply or power supply to it possibly even so it would definitely how often does it happen well it's not every time let's put it yeah. that way but after a couple of weeks now we've actually gotten to the point where we don't we may, we may not even try it without going through the the turn it to run and wait oh, okay. etc yeah so but I don't think it's going to fix itself. No, no it's not. No, that's why. Right. And, and you're exactly. right. And you know, you're right in the neck of the woods there, uh, Corby, where Ken is at in Aurora. I would just run it by uh, Ken and have him run some some tests on it and find out exactly what's going on because that you, you're not going to know until you do that. Right. And and hopefully we can get it to act up and we can actually get to the bottom of it. Correct. Uh, but it, it has always started for you. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. After Good. trying it a few times. Good. So, yeah. So it would probably be something you know so, we need might need for a couple of days even you know to yeah I would plan on that in. Corby right yeah, exactly just plan on it I mean yeah okay and and this is Ken's this is the gentleman you got on the show with it you, is. Right? he's at Toon Tech Automotive right there at really 225 in Colfax just I don't know eighth yeah. of a mile or quarter of a mile east of 225 on Colfax on the north side yep 225 in Colfax you got yep. it and give me your number Ken and yeah. I can get you my number if you'd like. Yes. Okay. It's 303 364 3391. 3391. Yeah. Okay. I thank you, gentlemen. You're well, very thank welcome, you. Corby. I thank you. It, Corby. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that phone call. Yeah, so, definitely. All right. Back to question of the day buying. Car you'd love, <laughs> which which again, this is where I always say this when Kurt's on because it, it does apply this way. There's a lot of folks out there because of what I said going to break with home values, and here in this Denver market, I don't see those really changing. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't care what some of the pundits and other people out there, the naysayers say. I just personally, you look at enough of the data and things on it, people moving in and so on. I just I don't see that really changing anytime soon. So people have in most cases really solid equity. They're gaining equity typically on an annual basis. You've got products, multiples, by the way, where folks can tap into that equity and do some of these things where if they know of a vehicle that, you know, it's the right price, they can buy it, they could even make some money on it, or they could flip it, or they could do whatever they needed to do, or if it's just a classic car they want to invest money in and they know they can make really good return on, I mean, some of the ones we've just mentioned, you know, and and some of these, by the way, are are bringing – um appreciation wise about what your house is in the same percentage range so in some cases you're making you know you're doing really well on some of these and kurt you've got tools that can help folks make these dreams come true i should say well one of the 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 hard things with the people that are owning homes that they see that equity they want to own their home free and clear and we learned that because of the great depression there's a reason for that right there's a reason it happened and the reason why that won't happen again but the, the advantage of being able to access your equity, if you own your house free and clear, great, but you need to be able to access the amount of equity to it and not let it cost you anything. There are opportunities you can double and triple your retirement portfolio because the value of your house is so high, you're missing an opportunity and you're borrowing money at 2 to 3% in most cases. Mm-hmm. And you can turn that money for a lot more. But they, it, a lot of folks have this belief that I got to own it and, and it's just now it's safe. Well, your equity is not getting you any rate of return. No, and the right. other thing I think, too, that that folks forget, and there, there's this is just a, a basic uh, a financial-slash-tax side of things. When you borrow money on an item you already own, be that a car, a boat, a yacht, a house, a business, a, a commercial, whatever. If you have Diamonds, gold. Yeah, I don't care, whatever. If you, if you have some equity in something and you go and borrow money against said item, there's no tax involved in that. In other words, you don't owe Uncle Sam a dime when you borrow money on something that you've got equity in. And it doesn't matter what you use that money for. You could live on it. You can do whatever you want. I mean, keep in mind, Correct. that's what reverse mortgages folks are all about, is you're living off of the equity that's in your home. And it's not taxable because it's not taxed until an item is sold. That's where the capital gains come in. And there's all sorts of things when it comes to housing and so on that you know, I could get into during the week. We won't do that today and bore everybody. But, but the reality is uh, folks don't, under really, don't really understand that that money that they would pull out in a 
uh, a line of credit or by redoing the mortgage and pulling some equity out or whatever, that's not taxable income, is it? No, it's not taxable. And there's so many ways. I'm not trying to get people to just go out and finance the equity they have just to have the Mm -hmm. money. But you, you need to look at that as a savings account and learn how to access it and use it to get better instead of it's doing nothing for you. Correct. There are different ways to take some of that money out and get 6 8 10% return pretty securely. Maybe it's a stock market. Not necessarily convinced that's the way. I agree with the stock market. But there's things to do with that money that pay off debt. I had a guy the other day. We, we paid off three of his cars, and it saved him 1700 a month. It's big. Yeah. 1700 a month. That's big. His, his payment goes down. Yeah. He now can do other things. He can put that money somewhere else. Right. There are so many ways. Because point. never in your history have you had this much equity in your home. Right. If you're not tapping into it, folks, I really, I, I'm just telling you, I think you're, you're missing out, especially if you've had things. We talked in the last hour about doing bathroom remodels and things along those lines. There's all sorts of ways to even strengthen the equity you have sure. in your home by reinvesting back into it with some of the equity you currently have. But if you're cash short, that becomes difficult to do. Kurt has answers. For there's that. a lot. There's yeah. There's a lot of people don't know about these renovation loans. Uh, they'll give you the future value of your house, whatever the work is, and finance that at a lower percentage. You're not even paying for it. It's just done. Yeah. Again, it's not taxable. Here it does. You're improving the value of your house, and the bank's paying for it. That's right. Craig, hang tight. We'll get to you in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass 
Glass Repair Services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website, drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Classic car insurance is not created equal. Some insurance companies won't offer you insurance at all, and if they do, it's most likely not the right coverage. If you have an accident or theft, do you know if your current company will cover your classic or modern hot rod for its total value? Do you know that some companies put limits on how many miles you can drive in a given year? Paul Lewinberger has been selling insurance for the past 18 years and knows the ins and outs of the insurance industry. American National Insurance has a division called Chrome Insurance that is specifically tailored toward people like you. Chrome stands for classic antique or modern classic, hot rod or street rod, replica or kit car, original unrestored, modified or custom, exotic, rare or unique, and in excess of $100,000 in appraised value. Don't insure your special car with anyone else. Get the best coverage at the best price by calling Paul today, 303-662-0789, or find him on our website, drive-radio.com, that's drive-radio.com. All right, folks, we are back. Kurt Rogers with me from Affordable Interest Mortgage, along with Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. Both of these guys, by the way, and everybody that helps sponsor this program can be found at drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. A new website and put up there. In fact, we're even putting some of the reviews that we do. <laughs> Uh, even during the week and on the weekends where we'll review something and there's audio of that. We're putting that up on the website to make that easier to find as well. So, But, again, if you need either one of these guys, just go to the website. They're listed there. Piece of cake. Just click on it, and it'll give you all the information you need. Craig in Wheat Ridge, what's going on? Hey, good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, on your topic, what do you consider a more or less a cutoff date as to what you consider a classic car? Well, I'm I'm not a big fan, even though some of the cars now are starting to – to go up in value, some of the even 80s model car, even early 90s, there are some particular models that are starting to increase in value. But but typically, I think you'd say 75 and older is typically what you kind of consider as a, at least as, in my world, as a classic car. Uh, but again, there are some, you know, you go look at a 78 uh, Trans Am. Uh, those are bringing really good money today. So, you know, that one is, is a little bit newer than, in fact, even some of the the uh, mid-'80s cars, depending upon the make and model, are as well. But it, get, it gets a lot more choosy in that world where previous to that, you almost have to choose, you know, 75 and older, you almost have to choose what's not of value versus the other way around because most anything pre-75 has some value. Yeah. Well, you had a previous caller mentioned the Regal GNX. I mean, I totally agree with that because that oh, yeah. that car was, with all the emissions restrictions and Everything was putting out horsepower comparable to some of the old muscle cars. Oh yeah, it was it was fast car. And yeah, you know, keep in mind though, and because I, I was around then, I remember this, and my 
uncle was even a dealer out in Burlington, Colorado at the time. You know, it, it, we make it sound like, oh, yeah, I should have bought one of those. Well, I will tell you this right now. Back then, even buying a GNX, you had to know the right dealer and be willing to pay over sticker to buy that car. Even though it was a $25,000 car, nobody paid unless they had an in or they were a dealer that bought it at, their, at whatever their cost from GM was, Craig. Nobody paid twenty five grand for that car back then. Well, you know, I, I hate to be a buzzkill, but when you start talking money is no object, like you said, the, the original AC Cobras, the 427 Cobras. Right. Those are so valuable that it almost precludes you to making them a show car or a trailer oh, van yes. as opposed to right. really yeah, museum pieces. driving them. Oh, yeah, yeah no, they're, they're, you know, now, yeah, all that said, my, my dad actually has a friend that owns one and drives it. Yeah, well, that's... Go figure. And so, yeah. He know, doesn't he, care about the million. He doesn't care. He, I mean, he's, it, it, to him, it's like, okay, it's insured. It, it is what it is, and I'm, I'm going to enjoy it and drive it. And he does. Yeah. Well, see, that, that's part of it. You want to be able to buy something you can drive occasionally. But I could not drive wanna... that car, Craig. That's just me. I mean, I, I have some cars at home I'm not driving for the very same reason. They're not worth you know, a million bucks, but they've got, you know, I've got a couple of cars that have literally doubled in value in the last two or three years that I'm not driving anymore because of that. Sure. Because the... The, the people in the lane next to you, they don't care what nope. your car's worth. No, I mean, it's, right. Well, it's, and here's it's, the other thing that happens along those lines, too. In fact, it's quite the opposite. They may not care, but they are noticing you. And this is one thing my dad taught me about driving any kind of a classic or you know, one-off car. They will actually steer into you because they're looking at you, and your, your hands yeah. always go where your eyes are. And so sometimes it's even worse. That's partially why it's really hard to drive some of those cars. You become a target. You're, yeah, you're the target now. Well, yeah. that's why people run into police officers. That's right. Yeah. The, that's your right. Hand, your eyes looking. are there, their hands that's go there. That's right. Yep. So, so that, Craig, it's actually the opposite even. So I, I would have to say, you know, and I, I know it's kind of a thing with, uh, you know, Ford versus Ferrari. I mean, that kind of – and, and you know, uh, Carroll Shelby, his, you know, uh, past, you know, all the cars that he brought to market, you, it'd be hard to not go with a Shelby product, whether that be a – True. You know, a 289 or a 427 Cobra or going with a uh, Shelby – GT 350 small block or Shelby GT 500 big block, any of those cars will just, I don't think they'll ever go down in value. I don't think so either, Craig. Again, it's that supply and demand. There's so, so limited. It's like a, you know, it's like a, a Z, you know, a 69, you know, Camaro, you know, Z28 or a Z01 car. I mean, if it's a Z01 car, they're worth a boatload of money if you can even find one. Or some of the Yink, you know, early Yinko Chevelles and Camaro, same deal. I mean, that's a kind of a Shelby. Uh, that's the the counterpart on the Chevy side to the sure. Shelby side, if you would. Um, and yeah, those those cars are just worth you know they're worth a fortune now. They were worth a fortune back then, yeah. and they're not coming down any. They're right. But what what I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around right now is w- when you're watching Mecham auctions and things of that sort. Is is the fact that a lot of the rest of mods are bringing more money? I know. Than a numbers matching original. Classic. That one I can't explain, Craig, because I don't get it. I, I would not be a guy that would pay that money for a resto mod. I don't care how much it took to, to build it and what the price is today. I, I'm, I'm that original guy. I, that, that, those cars, I mean, they're cool. They're nice. They're clean. Guys do really nice jobs on them, but that, that does nothing for me personally. To me, that, to me, that seems like that would be something you would do with, if you had a car that had been in an accident, maybe didn't have a numbers matching. Sure. Agree. Engine and that and, and by the way, a lot of those are that. What you're just saying makes sense. Yeah. They are actually. And, yeah. And you you just decide. Well, am I going to go the try to restore it, you know, to a numbers matching type restoration, or am I going to go the other route and go the the resto mod? And I, I still think I would try to go the original route. Well, and keep in mind those resto mods are losing money. 
Because yeah. a resto mod, even at a hundred grand, it takes you more than a hundred to build it. So most resto mods, even that are selling in that eighty, ninety, hundred k range, those guys are losing money. Because if you look at the quality of some of those cars, those are hundred fifty thousand dollar builds that guys are just dumping because they want to go do something else. And so yeah, they're selling them at that price. That's kind of why they're bringing that kind of money. But in my opinion, they're still not worth that. In my opinion, I'm sorry if I'm stepping on people's toes out there that have them, but if they're it, not worth that. If it's not all original, then how's it a real classic? Well, because somebody's building it now, they're yeah. they're copying it, but they're not building it. Agree, and, and that's my there's problem. Char- there's a yeah. character to that car, yeah, and that's the problem I have. Well, and, and like with me, you know, I modern technology in, in a classic is is cool. I, I mean, that that's to me, right? You know, it is. And, and, and if you're dra- daily driving, it's really cool, right? Exactly, because because they'll work at that point. They'll <laughs> start can, every you time. Can they'll run. Drive them. You can actually drive <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, exactly. exactly. And if you're looking for yeah. one to just have fun and drive and all that, yeah. I just don't know that those cars, to your point, Craig, down the road are going to. You know, you take a '69 Camaro Resto mod versus a '69 Camaro all original done you know that 69 z28 all done original numbers matching and so on will bring far more money down the road than the rest of mod will right if you don't drive it that's right yeah you got to park it yeah exactly just go set it and then scratch is really affected oh yes yeah and you know and and to me i guess I, I don't know how I don't know how you do that, John. Buy a car and not drive it. I mean, something it's like investment. that. To me, it's an no, investment, I, I so it just sits there. Yeah, it's it's exactly. like a piece of right. art like a, or anything it's, else. It's like a bar yeah. gold. Yeah, it's just yeah. sitting there. It's, it's yeah. making money. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and for me, I, it'd just be, man, I just be itching to just get in there and go. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. If I got one, I want to drive. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it, yeah, and for me, it's you know. I, it's not an issue for me. No, and that's yeah, and that that. I just go hop in my old, you know, 2004 Dodge Cummins and drive it there instead. You know, I'm fine. Well, and, and see, You're like fine. The, like the the resto mods and things like that. You know, people people built it the way they wanted That's to right. see it wanted. That's right. It, it's the way they saw it and the way they agree. It's, it's their own personal right. invention, basically. You are correct. And uh, it, it's what you're right. No, but to your point, Craig. I, yeah. yeah. Personally, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, if there was a good buy on one, would I buy it if the price was right? Sure, because you could still drive that car, enjoy it, and so on. But they're not going to be the investment some of the other cars we're mentioning are. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe in a future show, uh, have people comment if you want to go the exotic route. What would you look at? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll make a note of that. I'll do that, Craig. Okay. I got to run, but no, I'll do that. I appreciate Thanks. that. Great, great questions, by the way. And, and he's right. I mean, there's a lot of those. Even you'll see some resto mods go through. Uh, the auction and and the the ones that are, here's the here's the resto mods that are still bringing money or not still that are bringing money even though because you know you go find an old Corvette so you find a you know late fifties Corvette and it's not numbers matching because who knows where even all the parts and pieces went Motor over all blew these up years fifty years who, ago yeah, who knows yeah, exactly. that, stu- that stuff doesn't exist yeah. so then these guys will go in and do a resto mod and yeah those cars are still bringing really really good money and because of what it is right. probably always will yeah. Just because of that, the body itself, you're not going to replace. So, so the resto mod you would buy to drive the the original you would buy for an investment and things like yes, that. Yes, that's how so, I would do it. Yeah, and yeah, the resto exactly. mod you drive. Yeah, that's how I would do because it because they're comfortable. To, or, I mean, they're, sure, they're just all out a better rolling, reliable vehicle. 
Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. No, that, that's exactly how it Because some of the older ones didn't have the best suspension. <laughs> no. They went or from A to B in a straight we, line. We know that because we have cars that are <laughs> yeah, similar. So, yeah, they couldn't corner very well. well. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. Exactly. They could go right. in a straight line really oh, good. Very well. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Real quick before Kurt leaves, the 720-895-0500 is his number. Anything you guys need, by the way, on any of the stuff we talked about. Kurt's your guy. Even just a free mortgage review. If you just want to know, hey, where am I at? Am I doing the right thing? Are there better options? Can I save money? You name it, Kirk can help you with that. He's he's my guy, and and Richard, and well, a lot of guys I know. Yeah. By the way, he's <laughs> yes. their he's their guy. So give him a call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. We got two more hours coming your way, though. Myself and Ken don't go anywhere. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radiocom Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.